Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. This is part two of my interview with Rick Green from the Homegrown Generation Family Expo. And his session again was titled, Hope is Alive. So if you missed Monday's episode, go back and listen to part one of my interview with him. It's so good and it is so encouraging. He is just such an encouraging person to hear from. So I know that you will be encouraged as well. Before we get into it though, I wanna say thank you to our sponsor, CTC Math. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com and try them out for free, ctcmath.com. Now here's part two of my interview with Rick Green. I'm sure there are some parents who are shaking their heads going, what, what are you talking about? Our kids shouldn't go to college. It's a new day, people. If you haven't figured that out yet, and let me tell you, we have a 17 year old and we're starting to figure out, you know, pray through what the Lord has for her after high school. And it's, I won't say it's scary, but you have to be so intentional about helping guide your kids yeah. to what the next step is because it can make or break them. Don't think that just because you've had them in church or because you've homeschooled them or anything that that they're strong enough, they're still being influenced by the culture around oh. them. And so that's- it's, it's depending on the polling that you look at, it's, yeah. it's around 80% that walk away from the faith. Right. So, so, so yeah. do, do you really want to play Russian roulette with your kids? Right value system and world right, with view their and, souls and their souls. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I, 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 I am very much, I mean, I've, I've been saying this for a while, defund the left by defunding the universities. They are yeah. at the heart of the yeah. destruction of the country. It's, it's most of it has come from the universities right. and we've paid for it. We've given yeah. our tax dollars and uh, for most families, our money. So right. that either when we went and got our degree or when our kids went and got their degree, so of my four, I think that's it. I don't think the next three are going to do any, you know, college degree at all. They may do an online degree with Liber- with Liberty or something like that. But I just, um, it, it's not. You said it. It's a new world. It doesn't have the value. I mean, that piece of paper on the wall does yeah. not have the value that it used to have. I tell you, for our kids, all three of my younger kids have done a one year gap program with a with a great mm-hmm. church up in Hot Springs, Arkansas, and that did far more for them yeah. than than four years on a college campus would have ever done. Life skills camaraderie, community, service, leader, you know, uh, really being servant leaders and, and having the chance to serve in that church. Um, just phenomenal. And that's, you know, yeah. and, and we're, you know, we're going to create our program, Patriot Academy's campus in Fredericksburg will be a one-year program. I think that's going to become the model. I think these kind of programs yeah. are going to crop up yep. all over the nation. And even some Christian colleges, I think eventually will will figure out we need to, cr- we need to offer programs like that, right. where you're not committed to four years on that campus for a degree that Two thirds of college graduates do not use the degree that they paid a hundred thousand dollars or however much it is. You know, so yeah. I think colleges will eventually figure this out too. So I think the market is going to start going in the right direction. Yeah. But guess what? We're the consumers, so we get to push it in the right direction. Parents, right? Don't waste your money on Charlie Kirk's book. What is it? College scam or whatever it's called. He's right on. It's an absolute scam. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Sorry. And <laughs> and and not only are they often not going to use the degrees that they've paid all the money for, but they now have. $100,000 or yeah. $200,000 in debt that. Yeah. that they're trying to pay off. And yeah. uh, and then, it's and a game you don't want to play. Other things that culturally that are problems that that creates, they wait to get married. They're trying to get that paid off or they're yeah. trying to do this. And right. then if they're in their late you know, 20s or early 30s before they get, so they're putting off life. I'm like, hey, get married, start life, go do that life together. You know, I'm big on that. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm thinking about buying patriotsonly.com and 
and uh, pushing for more marriages in the homeschool community. I'm kidding on that part, but yeah. <laughs> um, we're, but 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 seriously, I mean, it's like you know, hundred thousand in debt, and you're gonna start your life with that for a degree you didn't yeah. even need. What if you spent three years apprent- being an apprentice? You know, if you want to go into the movie business, go spend time with Garrett Navet and 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 you know, carry around camera equipment and watch how it's done. Yeah. And then you get to go, you know, I mean, that to me is way right. more valuable than going sure. and getting an AV degree or whatever they call them these days. Uh, audio, visual, television. I forget what yeah. they call them. Oh, yeah. You, you know what I mean? It's like, go do it instead of studying about how to do it. Actually right. do it. That's how if I was a lawyer, you know, I'm a lawyer. But if I was a lawyer in the founding era, I wouldn't have spent three years on a college campus listening to some professor. I would have gone and been sitting next to a lawyer reading law books and going yep. to court with them and learning how to be a good lawyer. That's that's really mo- way more valuable. Let's talk about some very practical ways that we can help our kids to learn how to become freedom fighters. Um, you know, I was telling you before we came on live that my my oldest, um, last week, she spent a week at the Capitol building um, here in Oklahoma, and she served alongside of one of our senators who is a Christian homeschool graduate, which is so cool. And she got to really see the inner workings of how our government works and how our state government works. And it was really a neat opportunity for her. And it was so interesting when she came home and she was talking about, you know, just all the amazing things that she learned. And while she was there, there was a protest. There was a bill that was being um, considered and and voted on. And it was for uh, transitioning kids for transgender, uh, allowing kids uh, to transition. And so they had a group of people who were there at the Capitol that she, you know, they were, the, the kids got to see them who were there and, um, you know, they were marching around and they were screaming and they were, you know, she said there was no violence, but they were rightfully there fighting for their side. And I see this happening over and over again, where the left and the woke are fighting. I mean, they're, they're pouring millions and millions of dollars. They have people on the front lines who are fighting for this battle. And then you've got the Christians, many who are fighting and wanting to fight, but we're like, we don't know how, we don't know where to go. We don't know what to do. So give us some very practical ways that we as homeschool parents, you know, you're talking to the typical homeschool mom who's got a, you know, maybe elementary, middle school and high school kid at home, maybe doesn't know very much at all about politics or about culture and what's going on. She knows that there's something wrong. How do we, as just your average homeschool parent, get involved and engage in this battle? You know, first of all, I, I want to say that what your daughter experienced, everyone should experience. Everybody, yeah. every citizen of the United States should see behind the curtain, peek behind the curtain and see inside the belly of the beast and see how a constitutional republic actually works. If we're going to yeah. vote for people to go make laws for us, we should know how that process works. First of all, it'll make you, second of all, it'll make you better at talking to your legislator if you've if mm-hmm. you've done that. And that's part of what we're going to, we're doing with the campus is we're creating this Patriot experience where you come in, bring the whole family for a week. You do a gun class. If you want to do self-defense, you do a constitution class in independence hall, but you actually serve as a legislator for a couple of days and you get the chance to, to be the person trying to pass a bill and understand that process. I, th- I just think we've lost that. We, we yeah. don't understand civics. We don't teach civics. We've got to get better at that. And I think hands-on is, is the best way to do it. So we're going to be doing more and more to, to make that possible. No parent should homeschool alone. You have a God-given calling to bring up your child to love God and to steward his creation. And BJU Press exists to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5731 to connect with an experienced homeschool consultant. 
Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. To your point about how the left is, and I say it this way, they've been in the trenches scratching and clawing for decades, right? They've been at this for 80 years trying to shift America into this, you know, socialist utopia, if I could pick on, you know, use your shirt a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, 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 they, and, and so they've been willing to fight while we've been, you know, playing tiddlywinks or just, you know, like, like we said, enjoying the blessings of liberty, but not in the fight, not, not paying attention. Part of the problem is there's a, there's a, a unfortunately popular sort of narrative in the Christian community that that we shouldn't do those things, right? That we're yeah. just supposed to be nice. Romans 13, obey whatever the right. government says, you know, all of that stuff. And and there's really a mentality that that to fight back is wrong somehow. To that that, that we're supposed to turn the other cheek in every situation and 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 that even includes, you know, with the with all of these cultural things. And um I I've never understood that. I mean if you're a follower of Christ, you can't pick and choose the things that Christ did and say this was Christ like and this wasn't. And so when people say, what would Jesus do? I'd say in some of these cases, Jesus would fashion the whip himself as he did and uh, and chase some folks off. Right. And yeah. I'm not advocating violence, but sure. I am advocating being willing to fight, willing to engage, willing to stand in protest. Right. Stand, being willing sometimes to do civil disobedience, to actually say no to the government. You're not going to close my church or no, mm-hmm. you're not going to take Amen. my child and and force a vaccination on them or or whatever that that you know, line in the sand is for you, there's right. a time to say no. In fact, the founding fathers were famous for saying disobedience to tyrants is obedience to God. Mm-hmm. Um, so so uh, we've lost that fighting spirit, I think, and, and, and we've kind of become snowflakes, honestly, as a nation and, yeah. and, and very much as the church. The church has become um, very neutered, uh, uh, almost like we, we, we think that being good and holy means sitting around petting lambs all the time, that that's, that's somehow <laughs> going to make us more Christ-like. And man, I, I don't know how you can think like that and read the Bible. I mean, you read the Bible yeah. and you get a totally different perspective on how to serve God and and how to be in the in the fight. And so that's that's kind of I think that has to be discussed. We have to have the right mindset, a combat mindset that we're in a culture war. I mean, let's be honest, we are at war in our culture, intellectually at war for the heart and soul of our children and for the heart and soul of the of the future of the country. And if we're not willing to scratch and claw and 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 show up and protest and show mm-hmm. up and march and show up and testify and do those kind of things, the, the other side's going to run over us. And, and, and for those that think that's not Christ-like, again, you need to read the Bible more because I can give you yeah. a lot of examples of him speaking to the leadership in, in sometimes what we would call even almost sarcastic or, or um, you know, undercutting ways and using some name calling almost that today we would say that's not Christ-like. You're wondering Christ himself did it. John the Baptist did it. Uh, you know, Paul uses the law when he's being beaten, right? He calls right. out the law. So wait a minute, I'm a Roman citizen. You can't do this to me. And so using the system and using the the constitutional Republican process is something that we must do. It is a, it's not even just a right. It's a responsibility. We are, when we do this nicey thing, which there, mm-hmm. there's nowhere is, is, is nice, a Christian attribute, right? Kindness. Yes. But sometimes kindness can be tough love, right? Sure. But niceness, no. Uh, but when we <laughs> use this niceness thing as an, an excuse to not engage, I believe we are the wicked and slothful servant. Mm-hmm. I believe we're the, we're the servant in the parable of the talents 
that took the talent, in this case, it's freedom and it's liberty and it's, and it's citizenship, and we buried it out of either fear because we were you know, afraid, we didn't know what to do or whatever, or laziness. Some people say that the, the, the servant that buried the talent did so because he says later, I knew what kind of master you were. And so he, not only did he know the master was a hard taskmaster, he knew the master would reward him with more work. So yeah. he was lazy and didn't want more work. Well, I think a lot of Christians don't engage because they don't want more freedom. They don't want to lead. So right. we cannot do that. We got to be the other two servants that said, okay, yes, I'm going to make the most of this opportunity that I've been given. Now, you asked me for specifics. There's a lot of things that, that, that folks can do. But number one, we must be educated. We have to know mm-hmm. truth in order to defend truth, in order to spread truth. And so that that's why what you're doing right here is so important. That's why people homeschooling is so important because they can get actual truth instead of the lies. In fact, that's how you repel the lie. If you don't know truth, you're not right. even going to know the lie. The deception is going to seep in, as, as Thessalonians says, and then you're going to act on the lie, and then you're going to have to live with the consequences of the lie. That all begins with they rejected the truth. And that's the Petri dish where bad government grows. That's the Petri dish where tyranny uh, actually expands is civic ignorance, biblical ignorance and civic ignorance. So number one, we got to study, we got to know, you know, shameless self-promotion here, take a Patriot Academy class, you know, have some fun in one of our constitution or biblical citizenship classes. They're not boring. You won't sleep in them, Uh, you know, become a coach and be the catalyst for educating people in your circle. And that will lead to the next step, which is citizen activism, because it'll give you community. You won't be on your own. You'll have other people in your class that are excited about showing up at, you know, whatever it is, the legislature or the school board meeting. I know we're all homeschoolers, but 80% yeah. of the kids are still in the burning building. And so we yeah. need to be trying to influence those schools as well as best we can, and at least get the junk out um, as best we can. And we're citizens, we're paying for it. We're, you know, electing those school board members. So a lot of that activity comes out of hosting a constitution class because of the of the excitement when people learn things they didn't know before, they realize there's hope, there's a way to save this. The principles of liberty are still alive and well, but we've got to fight for them. So I do encourage uh, everyone, take one of those classes, get people in your living room mm-hmm. or your church, and then move into action uh, from there. There's Real a lot quick, of things. Yeah, well, well, you're on that point. How can people find those classes? Patriotacademy.com. Okay, Just patriotacademy.com and then this click is on one of them. Biblical oh, citizenship. Yeah, that's our that's our big one right now, man. We've yeah, had it's awesome. It's a DVD set. It is incredible. There's uh, Kirk Cameron does the monument in there. David yeah. Barton, Tim Barton, Rabbi Daniel Lappin, Congressman Barry Loudermick, Jeremy Boring. I mean, there's a ton of people in there. And they make it fun and they give you, we give you action steps. It's not just all learning. It's, it's, here's how you now make a difference in your, in your neighborhood and your community. And so there's a lot of things that we can do. Um, I, I, I could, I could, and I, and I may do that. I may pull up a a deal. I usually give 10, here's 10 easy things you can be a part of and do. Just pick one, pick two, pick three. You don't have to do all 10, but even stuff like running for, um, precinct delegate for your, you know, what, whichever party you want to be a part of, you can be part of the communist or the Republicans, whichever one you, <laughs> you choose. Um, but you know, parties are just vehicles, you know, and yeah. they're, they're not the church. They're not perfect. They're sinful, just like we are. Yeah. Uh, and, and, but you do need to use the system. The partisan system is how our system works. And people say mm-hmm. George Washington was against parties. He was actually against partisanship that prevented you from even being able to engage in debate and have civil discourse. The party system itself is just a vehicle. So being a precinct uh, delegate and actually going and maybe being a precinct chair or a delegate to your county convention or your state convention allows you to be in the driver's seat for choosing who the leaders of that party are going to be, which then influences what the legislation in your state's going to be. And so we're kind of, I'm really encouraging people to get involved in a party at the local level because that's just part of citizenship. It's just part of how our, our system works out there. 
Um, lots of things you can do. And, and, and honestly, some people are going to be great at going out and, you know, volunteering for a candidate, putting out signs, standing at my best. When I ran for the legislature 25 years ago, it was homeschoolers everywhere, man. I yeah. mean, we, all of our polling places were a bunch of kids out there holding signs and all that kind of stuff. There, there's a lot of you out there that can do that. Some of you, you won't have time for that, but you, you've been blessed more financially. So you can write a check to that candidate. Mm -hmm. So you can donate, you can go volunteer time. There's so much you can do to influence. You know, yeah. doing what your daughter did is huge. Every homeschool kid out there, there's, I mean, Teen Pack is an opportunity mm -hmm. to go and spend time at the Capitol. Uh, our Patriot Academy Leadership Congress is a, is a chance when you get a little older, 16 to 25, to go spend time at the Capitol. Um, there, there's there's homeschool days for most homeschool associations, mm -hmm. just a one-day deal that you can go. Almost every state in the, in the country has that. So yeah. those are all great ways to just get a little taste of it, dip your toe in the pool and go, okay, this is what it's like. This is that world. Yeah. And and then let's all agree there is nothing. If I ask the question this way, what part of your life should the Lord not be Lord over? Mm. And it, the answer should be none. Yeah. And that means the way we treat our neighbor and how we form our societies, what our governorship looks like, what our legislature looks like, what our church looks like, what our business looks like. The Bible speaks to all of it. And we're supposed to be the ones that make disciples of all nations, make Amen. disciples of all people. You know, we should be out there teaching people how to obey those commands. So anyway, I'm rambling. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, that's such good stuff. Um, you talk about the state organizations. And for those of you, maybe you're new to homeschooling and you're not familiar with what a state um, homeschool organization is. If you go to the website is homeschoolfreedom.com and that website has all of the state organizations and of the 50 states, I think about 45 or 46 of the states have a state homeschool organization. And those organizations are the ones who are really on the front lines of legislation. They're watching those bills that are coming through and trying to pass whether, you know, it's for, for homeschool freedom or whether it's people trying to, you know, take away that freedom. They're watching very closely. And so find out who your state organization is. And it's super easy. You just go to that website, um, homeschoolfreedom.com. Like where I live, we live in Oklahoma. And so ours is called Homeschool Oklahoma. And it's an amazing group of people who really just keep their eyes open and know what's going on in our specific state. And so you need to know what's going on. And if you can't, if you can't give financially, if you can't, uh, you know, be out there because you've got a bunch of little kids at home and you're trying to just figure out how to juggle homeschooling. We've talked today about simplifying your homeschooling. If that's too much, then pray, commit to praying, pray for our leaders, pray for, you know, uh, all of those who are in some type of leadership over us that God would just get a hold of their hearts and that he would move in a mighty way. And, and he is moving, even if we can't see it. God is on his throne. Amen. He's not Amen. sitting up in heaven going, man, I didn't see this coming. This is <laughs> a right. real bummer. What am nope. I going to do now? This is all part of his perfect plan. And part of his perfect plan is for you. And like you said this, Rick, it is for each one of us to be here right now on this earth, on purpose for a purpose and we all have a purpose in this life we've been talking about this for the past two days live on purpose and that doesn't mean you have to you know go run for governor but find some way and even if that means you getting your kids together and saying kids we are going to pray for the leaders in our nation and help your kids to understand the importance of doing that 
I hope you've been encouraged by the second part of my interview with Rick Green from the Homegrown Generation Family Expo. Stay tuned to the very end of this podcast for a sneak peek at what's coming up on the next episode of the podcast with Rick Green. Um, Again, it was called Hope is Alive, and I hope that you are feeling hopeful and encouraged. This was from the Homegrown Generation Family Expo. You can still sign up for that conference at homegrowngeneration.com. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com slash rocked. You know, we got churches that that sit empty yep. for six days out of the week or maybe five days if they still have a Wednesday night service. And that building could be used for a homeschool co-op. But 100%, I think doing homeschool co-ops and, and, and homeschool resource centers like Heidi St. John does up yeah. in Vancouver, I think that's the new wave. I think there's going to be more and more of that happening all across the country so that you can help your neighbors and your friends and your family. And not only that, we all need, we're built for community. All of you out there that are homeschooling, when my mom was asked, they would always say, you homeschool? Wow, what a sacrifice. And she would always say, no, it's an investment. And you are investing in your kids. You're investing in freedom. You're investing in the next generation. 